0: Welcome to the Get Offset Podcast. My name is Emily.
1: My name is Andrew. Uh, I'm Seth McCarroll from Old Blood.
2: I'm Brady Smith from Old Blood Noise Endeavors. And I'm Dan Pihacek, also from there.
0: I was kind of hoping that uh, Seth would say... uh, old blood, and that Brady would say old blood noise, and that Dan would say old blood noise endeavors because I for a second thought that's what was going to happen. I, I
2: was about to do it, and then and then Brady added endeavors, and I panicked.
3: <laughs> oh,
2: no.
4: <laughs> Sorry. Can we start over? <laughs>
5: <laughs> no. All right, cheerleaders on three. <laughs> One, two.
4: Old. Blood. blood. Old blood. Noise. Old. Noise. Endeavors
1: endeavors Yay. <laughs> that,
0: we're off to a we're off to a strong start gentlemen
1: sorry O L D B L O D. dumb name
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah where did that name come from
1: uh, well so you got it sure we i don't know we spent a lot of time uh kind of gearing up to starting the business brady and i spent a lot of time writing on bar napkins and trying to figure out what to call it and you know, I don't know. we came up with old blood as kind of just like a tongue in cheek We're starting to feel older. we're feeling much older now, but um and then noise is something we've always enjoyed making and and <clears throat> been enjoyed in being involved in facilitating other people making noise and then I think that i we we attached endeavors in case we uh ever wanted to do more than just make pedals or explore more than that which we, we seem to do so it, yeah uh yeah and it's kind of like for me in terms of like branding it's something that can be pared down to ob and e which is still easy to say um so yeah i think nice. it, yeah it's just kind of a it was a fun branding experiment that's been cool to watch unfold over the years
0: awesome yeah so um for everyone listening, we're going to get really into depth with uh, Brady, Seth, and Dan uh, during this podcast. But first, like I kind of want to talk to Andrew about something that Andrew has going on this past uh, couple weeks.
5: Ah, yeah. you I did
0: something. Jaw, yeah.
5: jaw. Yeah. I did do something. What do you want to know about it?
0: Well, just tell, just tell people what it is. <laughs> what it, what it, what it is. What it shall be.
5: Oh, I'm being put on the spot and I'm all bashful now. Um, all right. Well.
0: No, no, I'm sorry. Don't act like you haven't been waiting for this moment to talk about your launch with Squatch. Uh,
5: no, I'm not at all like Phil Collins. been waiting for this moment all my life. Uh, no, I, I've been actually working on this for a little bit, and I'm super stoked. Um, so it's been announced uh, for a little over a week now, but I did a collaboration with Squatch, uh, which is part of the larger family of Sinusoid brands, which is based out of here in Seattle. Uh, and I did that this collaboration with my brand Fox Cairo pedal toppers. So super excited to see that finally launch. Uh, it's been nothing but fun to work with Andy and Albie and James and Sean and everybody else, uh, Anthony, everybody else over at uh, at Sinusoid. Super rad, folks, and this has been a super fun project. So. Uh, if you haven't seen it, uh, and if it hasn't sold out by the time this episode launches, uh, go check it out. It's like 25 bucks for a pedal topper. It's got really cool prints on it. Uh, they are all grip tape. They are all glow-in-the-dark. They're all super rad, and you get to support me. You get to support the folks over at Sinusoid Brands, and yeah.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I have one of your pedal toppers, and I, I love it. I love the reaction it gets from people. I love that it glows in the dark because um, i actually use it uh on all my sunday crush shows versus turning down because just because it's easier it's easier uh to do uh that than turn down my guitar
5: <laughs> which is fair
0: yeah so and uh, mine it's and mine's a really funny tongue-in-cheek thing that i know you're never gonna make again but so i'm glad i have it
5: <laughs> yeah no that was a phone so uh yeah No i had a lot of fun with this collaboration i'd love to see more come down the pipe with the folks over at sinusoid and we very well might if nothing else just because i happen to be a fanatic of the color orange and so does a certain albie uh who is also a fanatic of orange so we've gotten along famously and i think there's there's gonna have to be more about this
0: we need to get drinks with albie and all them together
5: oh definitely
0: yes I think so. Well, speaking of orange, have you seen my new guitar, Andrew?
5: I have.
0: Yeah, it's, it used to be Fiesta Red, and then at an age, I got um. So for everyone listening, I traded in my nineteen sixty two Jazzmaster AVRI reissue, uh, and my Gibson ES one thirty five, both of which I love dearly, but just didn't give them the attention they deserved. For a nineteen sixty seven Coronado two, um, I got it down at Mike and Mike's Guitar Bar yesterday. Rick and I went to enjoy two dollar a slice pizza week. I'm like, well, we're right by Mike and Mike's, and we go in, I fall in love with a guitar of freaking course, and uh, go home, get some trade-in stuff, and now it's mine, and I am just so in love. Yay. Yeah. But um, I've, had, I've been uh, super busy, just like stupid busy. I just got back from Nashville, uh, where I played a show with Michelle Sullivan and the All Night Boys opening up for Reckless Eric. And I want to give a shout-out to uh, Eastside Music Supply and uh, everyone who worked there, including the woman whose name I have forgotten. But it was she was very sweet. She listens to the podcast. Um, she was going to remind me of her name, and then she did not. And uh, But that place is awesome. If you're in Nashville, they just have so much, so many pedals. Just, like, their wall of pedals is enviable. And they cram it all into such a small space. But... Uh, their collection of Boutique pedals is awesome, and they have a lot of great stuff from Old Blood Noise Endeavors.
2: Yeah, we love those guys. Yeah, yeah indeed. They, we love them. Yeah. Though. They do.
0: They had that, Um. Uh, the name escapes me, the The new vocal processor you all just released. Uh-huh. Ma. Yes. 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 I, I hadn't seen one of those in person yet, so that was really neat to, to check out.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Our friend Jesse Weiss did the artwork for that. He's actually out of Portland. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, kind of your neck of the woods, right? Pacific
5: Northwest represent. Yeah.
0: Just three hours (laughs) south.
1: Yeah. I don't know. On Instagram, he's Jesse Did This. If you've ever seen all the paintings of, like, they're, like, kind of photorealistic paintings of effects pedals, and he'll trade people the painting for the pedal.
0: That's Um, amazing. Yeah.
1: So we've actually... He's done kind of our whole line of pedals that way, and then we finally got to collaborate on a pedal with him, so... Really That's like, awesome. I'm
0: yeah. giving him a follow right now.
2: Yeah.
0: Cool. <laughs> That's really cool. Aw. Doggy Is that olive. That's all. That yeah. yeah. Somebody
2: outside.
0: Nice. Yeah. Aw. <laughs> Cute. All right. So um, yeah, anything else new for you, Andrew?
5: <laughs> uh nothing in the gear world, although I did I get I did get a little geeky and I installed uh sort of a a, a DNS server in my home network called a pie hole. Uh, ah.
0: which, oh, is that with the Raspberry Pi?
5: Yeah, yeah. so it's with the Raspberry Pi. Basically, what it does is it functions as the address book for my home network, and it conveniently forgets the address to all of the ad websites. So when I go to load up any given website, and you usually get all the websites in the sidebars, uh, it just loads up as blank, which is... So it essentially works as an ad blocker, but instead of flat out blocking the ads, it just straight up doesn't find the ads so it's
0: Andrew why are you screwing with my livelihood
5: (laughs) you can there's a there's a there's a dashboard built into the program where I can whitelist certain sites for artists I want to support
0: ah okay can you put in all of my clients in there
5: (laughs) (laughs) uh sure i don't see why not uh hey
0: thank you thanks for being a bro
5: no for the most part it's not the ads from f- the things that we'd normally like purchase that i'm more concerned about it's more of the yeah. what else those ads are doing like data tracking and whatnot and got, got mm-hmm. my little tinfoil hat on but anyways uh it was a really fun project uh the raspberry pi was a gift and uh, i think i'm putting it to good use
0: awesome good for you very cool um yeah so I also have um I took a, a slow week from demos. I didn't film any in the past 7 days. But I just did a bunch this weekend. Uh so I'll have a couple demos from Fender pedals um including their Reflecting Pool,
5: which is so sick looking. Very
0: cool. And it sounds really cool. I like it a lot. I wish um there I have there are some like opportunities with it for sure. Um but one thing that I think is just really neat is the LEDs and, and the knobs so you can see what your settings are in the yeah. dark, which is kind of cool. cool. Um, I like that stereo, though I wish the stereo was more apparent. Um, but I, I think it's a great pedal. I'm probably going to put it on my little flyboard for touring with the Shram and Iridium and rock on. And also, um, I filmed a beast of a demo for the Dr. Scientist Atmosphere uh, it will be launching if you're listening to this on Tuesday the 19th it'll be launching tomorrow um, Wednesday the 20th so keep an eye out it's long it's great I go through everything that I can think of going through hey
5: that's a cool panel
0: yeah everything about it's cool
5: yeah. I feel like I'm gonna have to make a bag of popcorn and like pour a beer and just like kick back and watch that on the big screen
0: that's what i was doing when i was editing it
5: that sounds just like a quality like chill and just zone out everything in reverb kind of time
0: yeah it was nice um but i hear you all um have something new up your sleeves yeah
5: indeed we do we do yeah, <laughs> Dan, do you want to? Talk I, about I hope it? you guys can imagine the look on my face right now because I look like a kid in a candy shop, going, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" <laughs>
0: Go on, <laughs> if you feel like uh, it.
5: Yeah,
2: indeed, I mean, it's a it's a pedal called Minim, and uh, if you're listening to this on the nineteenth, you probably can't find any information about it, but it's uh, it so some people may be familiar with the, the rever pedal that we uh, collaborated with data choir on over the last year. Yeah. Yeah. And, Everybody loves
0: that pedal. But uh, I, go on. Shit. Yeah. Go on. Sorry. And
2: so, <laughs> I'm not giddy uh, the, at all. That collaboration is kind of uh, coming to an end, or I guess has come to an end. Uh, and we thought let's kind of explore that same idea of like delay and reverb and reverse and just some of the elements, but like change the voice of everything and kind of, build it into its own thing. And so, yeah, Minim is a, its a reverb and a delay and a reverse. And there's, I mean, I could go into yeah. the details yeah. on it, but there's just all kind of control over different elements. And you can change the speed of the reverse. And there's like a tremolo built into the reverb that really just
0: oh, nice. has a
2: really interesting shape to the voice. Because it's like, it's not a harmonic tremolo, but it's something almost like it. So it's not, a, it's. A, I don't know, it's a weird tremolo that just works really well within that reverb.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, I, when you sent the, uh, the, the early press release to me, I was like, this is, yeah, this is, I think people are going to be excited about this one. <laughs> awesome. Yeah.
2: We're excited about it. Yeah, we're excited.
0: So you're announcing that um, this week, though?
1: Yes, indeed. Uh, I guess <clears throat> it'll be sometime on the 21st. All awesome. All the information will flood forth.
0: So if you're listening to this before Thursday, wait until Thursday, uh, and yeah. you're going to be able to find out all the things that you want.
5: Yeah. Insider information. Yeah.
0: Benefits of listening to podcasts. but Not
5: insider <laughs> trading, which is illegal, <laughs> and you shouldn't do it.
0: Um, even if you're Martha Stewart.
5: <laughs> Awkward.
0: Whew. Is it? Why? Do you know her? Maybe. No, you don't.
5: <laughs> You'll never know now
0: I'm sorry like seeing her stuff in a Kmart Does not mean you know her Damn it oh. are, are there still any Kmarts
5: That's a good question
0: There was one in Nashville that I was convinced Was a drug front
5: Because <laughs> it
0: was just there and there was never anybody in the parking lot. And you'd go in and there'd be like Next to nothing on the shelves And you're like how is this Here
5: that that's reasonable I don't know i I do know th- m- for a fact that a a particular uh, restaurant that I used to go to was a drug front because I was there at three in the morning once and a dude in a motorcycle definitely like walked in with a duffel bag, dropped on the counter, and the like cashier went to the back, like came back with another duffel bag, swapped out, and just like no one said a word it was just like straight up it just happened, and I'm sitting here like eating my burrito going, huh. Am I gonna get shot for just witnessing that, or Are you <laughs> Not sure, like no? It's
1: just like like a fraternity Postmates, like
5: no, that was <laughs> la- daily laundry delivery, probably. Yeah, yeah. something was yeah. definitely laundered. That's for sure.
0: Aha. Uh-huh. But I'm chick.
5: Thank you for setting me up for that.
0: That was good. That was really good.
5: That was good but, team effort.
0: I mean, it really could have been laundry.
5: Indeed somehow i don't think it was but uh, oh, come on.
0: Be it, be it up. believe in the best in people
5: i don't know i feel like that so, not to get like really depressing and all that but it was actually like my birthday when that happened and i was it was college and i was just trying to like get some friends to go with me and none of them wanted to so i was just sitting there like eating a burrito by myself on, on my birthday and that happened it was like the universe gave me something at least something somewhat entertaining
0: did you cry into that burrito because I probably would have
5: a little bit but mostly because it's three in the morning and I had paper due at like 8 a.m Ugh. you, you should have followed them that definitely was a that's good how you die oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I think I, was- I went to school in LA that was not recommended and this is like a week after another student got like uh, got mugged at knife point right outside the same restaurant and I was like but they've got good food, so I'm going to go. Yeah, yeah, that's good to do mm,
0: Yeah, no, I just stopped going there. Yeah, don't follow. Don't don't follow people. Just generally don't.
5: Totally. Don't do it. Don't follow them. Yeah. Except yes. follow people on Instagram, like our sponsors.
0: Yes. Who are our sponsors? Andrew, I set you up for that.
5: Our sponsors <laughs> are Old Blood Noise Endeavors. Oh, wow. Or O B N E, which is much better than PG&E. <laughs> it's a it's a california joke uh moving on uh old blood yeah, noise yeah. endeavors is our uh is our sponsor for this episode and they are so kind to have joined us for this episode which is extra rad and i'm a super huge fan of that uh they make super cool stuff if you like if you like making sounds
0: but weird ones and I guess normal ones.
5: If you just like making sounds, that—that's my pitch here. If you like making sounds, Old Blood Noise Endeavors is for you. Go check out their website. Uh, follow them on Instagram. Go, you know what? Treat yourself. You deserve something. Go buy one of their pedals. You will not regret it. Everything they touch is gold.
0: Mm, that's true. I've just been in awe of uh, the things that you all have have built over the years. Like the the—is uh, it the excess? Oh, yeah. I like I like that one. I think Julian Baker likes it too, which is pretty awesome.
5: Yeah, so stepping yeah. down from my uh, my radio voice a little bit here. Seriously, you guys do some really cool stuff, and I'm a huge fan of any brand that somehow takes what everybody else would look at and say, "Oh, that's a conventional effect," and then turn it into something weird and beautiful and cool all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Mad respect, and I'm a fan of everyone uh, of you guys for pulling that kind of stuff off. Yeah, so really appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Oh, and if you're listening right now, go to oldbloodnoise.com, enter the code GETOFFSET at checkout to save 10% on your order. So um, what are you drinking, everybody?
1: <laughs> um, Dan brought me this great, um, I just finished it actually. Uh, it's
2: the Dogfish Head Ale, cause Pumpkin Ale. Yeah. Oh, oh nice. is the season.
5: Yeah, Dogfish Head does great stuff.
2: Yeah, I, their pumpkin ale is, is my favorite yeah. of the of the pumpkin ales.
4: I was actually nice. about to text you guys and ask what you were drinking. <laughs> <saw> <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm
4: sad I'm not there in the room.
1: Yeah. Aww. We're sad you're not we're sad you're not here too.
4: Well there'd be less pumpkin ale for you if I was there. <laughs> That's true. To Let's...
5: be fair, it's pumpkin ale. <laughs> P- punk- not pumpkin. Punk, to be fair it's pumpkin that's how dogfish head spells it it's true to be fair and the fact that I know that without even looking at the packaging does not mean I have an issue with craft beer
0: of course not it just means no, you at paid all. attention to something yeah totally that's fine that's fine I'm drinking um, a a rhubarb cider that I picked up at a the oldie Chuck's hop shop up the street
1: it sounds like you've nice. got ice in your cider. I
0: you know, I've just I've been drinking it kinda of slowly. Yeah. Uh one because it's good and two because it's kind of sweet and I don't like to drink sweet things that quickly. Um
4: Is it in a can it, right now or a glass?
0: It's in a glass okay. that says Gustave, and I'm not I think my parents brought me this from Cincinnati.
4: Gotcha. That's yeah, I can I can hear the tinkling.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it was um Tad and Steve from the whole study told me to put ice in my cider once. Just once. And it was a different cider. And I did it, and I was glad I did.
1: It's so good, yeah. Someone introduced me to that a couple years ago, and that's how I like it. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> I do, too. It's nice.
4: Never been a yeah. cider person, really, which
1: is
0: yeah.
5: surprising. My sisters are really into it, so I usually have it when I'm with them. I've dabbled I've... in it, but it's just... It... I, I tend to gravitate towards the drier ones because the sweet ones can yeah. just be a lot of taking off.
0: Yeah, I don't like the sweet ones. I like the tart and the dry. Um, my, my go-to locally is the Seattle Cider Company Semi-Sweet because I find their dry to be too dry. Gotcha. But, um, yeah, no, I, I don't really like beer. So cider is typically my next go-to in a bar because bar wine is usually not good yeah no so i'll do cocktails but if it's like um not all not all bars here or anywhere have liquor i guess
5: i, I tend to really like uh what Schilling does in terms of Our, local to Seattle we cider. need to go to
0: that we need to go to that tasting room
5: let's do it yes let's 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 yeah i've got uh they've got a chai spice cider out right now that's crack So, But that's not what I'm drinking. I'm drinking a a different fall drink with my own twist on it. So I'm having a hot toddy. It's a hot
0: toddy. I knew
5: it. But uh, I do hot toddies a little bit differently. Instead of just hot water, I do tea. And not just any tea, uh, specifically sleepy time tea. I know that sounds weird, but it's a blend of lemongrass, uh, chamomile, and peppermint. And the way it plays off of the bourbon and the lemon and the honey is just... It's so cozy. So you're gonna the be. The peppermint you're was weird.
0: Fall off around
5: the forty minute
0: mark. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. It's
5: just
4: missing some melatonin yeah. in there. Melatonin <laughs> ice cubes. Man, you put
0: a. Do you all have? Do a have you all done melatonin? Chaser on that. Oh gosh.
5: Done I, melatonin. I, it, done
0: it. <laughs> like,
5: like it's we a drug. In middle school. Like, let's do hard yeah. drugs like adults, guys. Come on. You mean? No,
0: every- Everyone in my band who has, take, has like been like, don't do melatonin. <laughs> Everyone in my band. It's like our band, apparently, we have one official rule. It's don't do cocaine. And the meth. One, totally fine. Uh, 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 no. <laughs> uh, hard drugs. Don't do hard drugs. Um, but we always say cocaine is the joke because that's the one that usually exists backstage. Right. And uh, the unofficial one is don't take melatonin because you're going to have some sleep paralysis. <laughs>
5: Yeah. I've been taking melatonin lately, actually. It's funny you mentioned that because uh, I've been starting those super early shifts at work. And I've just been having – I'm a night owl. And so the first couple of weeks of doing the early shift, I was still staying up to, like, 10 or 11 and, like, hating life the next morning when I had to get up at 4. So I've started taking it, it forced me to go to sleep earlier. Now that I'm settling into it, I've been sleeping a lot better. But then I've, I'm trying to stop taking it, and I just can't sleep. <laughs> it's a problem. Yeah.
0: No, that sounds bad, dude.
5: Yeah. Yeah. And then the dreams have started to kick in this week that I was like, oh, it didn't give me bad dreams for the first two weeks. And it's when really like, oh, snap. So, uh, have you kept a dream God. journal? Uh, I don't, but I can probably describe in detail my dreams from the last seven nights. Oh, Let's do that three. the rest of the yeah. podcast. That's, yeah.
1: that's, that's <laughs> that <laughs> that yeah. is the podcast I signed
5: up for. All right. Three it's of those nights involved podcast. me getting fired for absolutely no reason whatsoever and being frightened. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know.
1: What are your teeth, right. what are your teeth like in these dreams? What are your teeth doing? Yeah,
0: let's hear about yeah. your teeth dreams. Yeah, we're so going
1: in these dreams specifically. What are your teeth doing in these dreams? Yeah, Seth, do, they fall Seth, your do you have your your dream index guide? I t- Dude, that is that is uh, <laughs> on the shelf in my in my bathroom above my toilet still. So Brady got me that for my birthday oh, is it? A couple years ago. Yeah, that's yeah. like a dream dictionary. Yeah, <laughs>
5: what, are, what does what, it mean that you constantly get fired in your dreams? Oh. You're probably afraid of getting fired. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
3: is there? Is the but is
4: sense? there like an animal present Yeah. during the firing? No. Or do you have like body parts f- revealed falling or of falling off? Head. Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay. Is
1: Did it? you well,
0: forget you signed up for a class in college and then it's it's the finals? I
4: have
1: that dream still. No, I, 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 have that I dream had that dream a in lot college.
5: still. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I that still was... have that dream. Or like I, or like I would go to the first school classes and just like forget to go to it and get an email saying this is due and it's like forty percent of your grade. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, my most recurring dream is it, it, they always involve pregnancy and I'm I, I don't have any kids I've never been pregnant I it's just like those are like all the nightmares I've had it's just yeah, pregnant fair like fair oh you know. I
1: have those dreams
0: yeah i had a dream the other night that i was pregnant like four months along and that i had known i had been pregnant the whole time and that i'd still like i would just occasionally forget and then i would drink a lot of alcohol Mm. (laughs) i don't know what that means
4: i i've had a uh, waking nightmare recently where (laughs) i thought that we would have another kid waking nightmare
0: like sleep paralysis (laughs)
5: No, <laughs> or were you just awake for it and just like waiting for the pregnancy test? Uh, awake, paralysis. oh, there, okay, there you go, wake paralysis, wake
4: paralysis. <laughs> yeah, yes. um, that's cool. I'm drinking a, a Coop Alpha Hive. Oh, Ooh, that's a good one. That means. Describe a, it to me, Coop. It's Alpha Hive Double IPA by Coop Ale based out of wow. Oklahoma City. Yeah. It the is a hops um, are used in it. It is oh, a nine point one percent. Nice. Uh, 100 IBU, as you expect from a double. Yep, uh, it's got a um, uh, a delicate bee-crafted orange blossom honey from Northern California. A sting of dankness, uh, floral notes, and many compelling nuances.
5: Um, you know, yeah, just your usual. The, what's the hot bill? What's the hot bill? I want to know. I don't know. They don't have it on here. Oh, <laughs> I hate when they don't have the stuff on the can. Kills me. Yeah.
1: It's a good one. That one only comes out seasonally.
4: Yeah. Ale with honey is how it's... Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. always a good
5: choice.
0: Like, oh isn't that just mead? I accidentally, bought, I accidentally bought mead a few weeks ago. And how do like you
5: accidentally food. buy mead?
0: <laughs> because it was next to the ciders. Because and... <laughs> exactly. you can only get it from a pirate, huh. right?
1: Like, th- when you bought no. it from the pirate, did you...
0: <laughs> <laughs> or the like person at the Renaissance Well, Seattle has quite the pirate population, so our our hot place... No, really, there's like a pirate parade every summer. It's a, a thing. What? It's part of Seafair. The Seafair Pirates.
5: How did I not... I've been here for how long and I didn't know that?
0: Ask your wife. Ask your wife about the Seafair Pirates. I will. Once Rick and I were biking to West Seattle and we... Biked past them all, prepping, prepping one of their floats for their pirate parade, and they were all in costume. And I was like, "This is weird."
5: <laughs> and is like Alan Tudyk, yeah, like, like w- in pirate costume at the front of the parade, like <laughs> leading everybody. Or uh,
0: if only Rick would have been, should have been worried if that had been the case. Oh, look at that! No, uh, so it was sitting next to the ciders in the cooler at the Chucks, and. um yeah, can you tell I lived in the South for too many years? Because I'm calling everything the, the Chucks. Uh, and I said, oh, like, this is Mary and Barry. I just, I just saw Marion and Barry and grabbed it. I'm like, ah, I'm in a rush. And then I crack one open. And I, I almost did a spit take. I'm like, the the F is this? <laughs> I hate it. The, no, stop making the fake meow sound. No, you're not fooling <laughs> anybody. You're the one who said the F word in that one episode. You're throwing off you the meow it. algorithm. Thank you.
1: The meow yeah. algorithm. The meow algorithm. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you have? Like, a plus you button. have like an algorithm that listens for curse words, and it's the meow algorithm. It just replaces the curse word with the meow.
0: Oh, I, th- I wish. I think we need to get
1: a. You uh, might software be able to hire on Dan that.
2: to. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> it's a project in the pipeline. We'll uh, yeah. look for okay, 2022.
0: Then. I need you guys to make a a Miku type pedal That instead of the weird Miku sounds, it's cat meows.
5: Wait, why haven't I ever thought of that? That's a good idea. I I I have no idea how to make it, but you guys should do it.
0: I need the cat trills. I need the yowl. You can have a beagle bark in there for some reason. I need the hiss. Ooh, the hiss.
5: Definitely the hiss. That yeah. that's gonna have to be part of some like metal breakdown.
0: <laughs> oh my god, you definitely clipped. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Of oh it. no,
1: no, it looks good. I can see waveforms are looking good.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know why Andrew and I we always have much more animated waveforms than guests, but I I go through and I, I um yeah. increase the audio as necessary.
1: I'm glad that I can't see my waveform because I'm kind of analyzing, like, how much everyone is talking based on this, like, scrolling waveform, and <laughs> so I'm glad I can't see how much I am or am not engaging.
0: Not too much, not too much. Um, so I, I feel like maybe now might be a good time to get into the, the meat of the episode, the topic.
3: Okay. Yes.
0: Of which we don't officially have one, I suppose. <laughs> no, um, so we really wanted to talk to you all. I mean, Andrew and I kind of have just a few different questions about uh, your company as a whole because we're big fans. Um, all of my favorite pedal brands really are are the ones who make just the the weirdest stuff. Um, so Andrew and I both love brands like you all, Earthquaker. I love Dwarfcraft Devices. Uh, currently, Bookworm Effects is one of my favorite favorites. Period right now, mm-hmm. um, and the, what you all have in common is that you 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 really seem to think outside of standard limitations and outside of cloning things, outside of just imitating someone else's sound or brand. I mean, things like um, like the chorus pedal with a distortion circle in it. It's I mean, distortion um, circuit in it. So. Sure. <laughs> Uh,
2: circle would have been oh, better, honestly. Yeah. yeah, I liked the sound uh, of that. Like, did yeah. we make that?
0: Distortion circle? <laughs> that be... it, what would it It would be a flat circle, right? Like yeah. time?
4: <laughs> there you go. That it's common so theme that comes up. A flat with circle, like the earth. <laughs>
0: uh, you didn't watch True, True Detective, did you, Andrew? I didn't. No. no. All right.
4: You guys want to go back to what we're drinking? Because I got another drink.
2: Uh, yes. <laughs> Dan, can I get another drink? Absolutely. What, okay. uh, what do you uh, want? We have, uh, so, I've got the New Belgium uh, IPA in there. There's more pumpkin ales and a founder's porter.
1: Uh, I'm going to go get
2: that IPA. <laughs> um,
4: Blake just brought me, he just showed up at my house and just brought me a Stone Tropic of Thunder lager. Ooh, that's That good one. one's
5: really good. I've had that it, one. I've never had this. This is phenomenal. Stone hey. does consistently great work in there. One of the larger. Uh, breweries that insist on maintaining their craft status, which I fully support, or their independence. But, independent but aren't they owned by somebody else, though? Uh, last I checked, Stone was fully family <laughs> and independently owned. Am I wrong on that?
0: I'm going to Google it. Stone Brewing? Mm. Um, is that San Diego?
5: Yeah. Stone Brewing Company. This is good derailment. Um, they. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I do know that they uh, just uh, – the courts decided in their favor in the Keystone uh, court case. They were suing Keystone because Keystone was marketing as just Stone for a little bit there with uh, their billboard advertising. Oh, just the the 30 name Stone. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Keystone. And I think – Keystone would have been good. So, I know that was K- the thing with Stone. Emily, what's Stone. the uh, – uh, but- who owns them?
0: Brewdog, a multinational brewery
5: Ooh, and pub chain based
0: really?
5: in LA, Scotland, yeah, they sold they sold in 2014. Yeah, no,
4: 2019.
0: They just it's very recent, 2019.
4: But Brewdog's for the punks, anyways. So they're for still the still against the establishment.
0: <laughs> Strategies for punks.
5: Yeah, I, I'm particularly salty about I uh, the corporate beer industry. Taking over the craft beer industry as of this week because uh, Red Hook just got bought out by uh, Anheuser Busch this week. Oh wow! That's just a, finally, really but they always had a stake thing.
0: in. They've had a stake in them for years and years and years. They've had yeah, a
5: thirty-three percent stake in them, but that's different than them owning the whole just um, yeah. family of brands.
0: Yeah, Red uh, Hook uh,
5: beer is total meow.
0: Oh. I'll tell you what they're local, local to Seattle. Oh, thank you. I have no hereditary for them.
4: Sorry, that was Hold just yeah. Man, Red Hook's fine. That was just a good call. You guys back. have a
1: different experience because we like like beer has been such a wild west in in Oklahoma specifically like mm all these laws have really changed over the last 10 15 years but it's really within like the last five years too like we were only able to have like low alcohol beer and unrefrigerated beer um what yeah so what? a lot of a lot of companies wouldn't distribute to oklahoma because they would have to their beer that's being shipped cold would then have to be put in a hot truck and then stored in Ew. a hot warehouse <laughs> yeah so that's what, how beer was here until like the last year-ish last year and a half i guess yeah pretty much so it's really changed so we've we've had the experience of like you know driving to other states to get like you know going in with friends and getting
4: batches it's like like a real hunt for good beer yeah, or Sometimes. like a legal mail
1: order. and I never did anything like that, but, you know, lots of... Nice. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah, just for the record, none of us have done yeah,
4: that. I've <laughs> no, definitely never done that. Statue of limitations. That's right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I definitely have done that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I
4: haven't done that.
0: See, I'm from Cincinnati, which is a German, the most German city in America, mm. so there's never a shortage of beer in Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah. All kinds of... Beers and Oktoberfests and more stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, are we done talking about beers? Yeah,
4: I'm sorry about that. So, we were talking about (laughs) pedals. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I guess I was just hoping you all could tell us a little bit about your your creative process and if there was like a point where you decided early on that you didn't just want to make clones and what everyone else was doing or try to replicate anybody else's sound
4: yeah i think um i think that that's been at the forefront of where we how we approach pedals um i there's nothing that we really discussed and like i'd say in the first few years it was seth and i primarily making those decisions and then within the last couple of years dan is like the principal um mind behind creating the sounds so I think we always sort of look for something that hasn't been done before but it probably ha- knowing that it probably has but something that we feel is unique um, it doesn't feel good just setting out to clone something at this point um, and I think yeah, Old Blood has o- sort of approached that From the beginning and thinking even further through that thought, you know, the excess is like a pretty close, I would almost say, homage to uh, the Ibanez Session Man series. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah, and, you know, it's it's pink, it's chorus and delay with distortion. And it's like it's a was a weird, goofy effect back then. And it's a great effect now. And I just,
5: Session Man was the rat in chorus, right?
4: Yeah,
2: correct. It or delay
4: as yeah, well. It was yeah, like,
2: like Session Man one and two, and two right? It was and so yeah. There were two different two delay.
4: Session Man pedals. Session I'm man. only familiar with one. Oh, crazy! Yeah, I had no idea. What is it? SS, SS10 and SS20 or something. But yeah, uh, and but even in that, that's same. not. And that's why we. Yeah, that pink, pink and orange, and yeah, sorry. We didn't really. Yeah. Oh. And those are fun-sounding pedals, but we kind of wanted to make this. Um, a comprehensive, unit that captured some of those things, and and also yep. not thinking like. Oh, this is gonna sell a thousand units. But it's thinking like, this is really fun pedal. Yeah.
2: And the, yeah, right, sort of, the right people are gonna get it. Like bringing back an idea from the 80s, too, instead of like, you know, like these two session man pedals are a lot of fun. Let's see if we can kind of capture the sounds of both of them and expand on that a little bit and put it all in one box yeah. for like a modern production pedal. Yeah. So it's still different from that idea of, you know, just cloning something.
0: Mm-hmm. Totally. Mm-hmm. And I know you all pretty recently released that um, white cap dual tremolo too, which I'm a huge fan of dual tremolos. I love that twin stags um, mm-hmm. from Dwarfcraft. Yeah, uh, and yours so has, cool. the, has, has two switches on it, which is nice. And they don't make the twin stags anymore, which is sad mm-hmm. for me. Well, I, I mean, I have, one. I'm sad for other people, I should say. So that's really cool too. Um, how did that one come up, come about? If you don't mind me asking about specific pedals.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's a good story. That's, yeah, that's the longest story. <laughs> that's like a 12 year old story.
0: Really? Um,
2: Brady, yeah.
1: Brady, do you want to feel of these portions of that?
4: I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Blake just popped his head in because he just got tagged in wow. for kid duty. And I muted my mic and I didn't hear that one thing. I was oh. trying really hard to listen with both ears. No Hi, I'm so sorry. This is a bad podcast etiquette.
0: Oh, it's fine. We were just asking about the story behind the white cap.
4: The white cap. Okay. Yeah, that's fun. The curse of the white cap. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Um, white cap. So I worked at Walrus Audio. From 2011 to 2014. And I'll I'll note that Seth, although didn't work for Walrus Audio, worked for a parent company that helped with a lot of the things for Walrus Audio. Dan as well did that. So we've all kind of been in the same uh, working environment universe, sometimes working directly, sometimes not back then. Um but that's a tangent. The uh the white cap was the original idea for the Walrus Tremolo. Um, oh you know, their were...
0: uh, monument?
4: Well no. No, oh. it was it was uh I'm sure the monument is ab- hundred percent its own tremolo. thing. Yeah. Well yeah. it as far as like approaching design or an idea for a pedal. Like the white cap was, uh, when I was there, that was what was going to be our tremolo pedal. Um, Not the white cap that we put out as old blood, but just the idea of like, all right, we'll put out a tremolo pedal and it'll do this, this, and this, and it'll be called the white cap. And we had artwork, we had concepts we had i don't know prototypes one and two and it just never came to fruition while i was there um even before i left i got a tattoo of the artwork on my body which is the artwork's great it's by a guy (laughs) named nathan price yeah uh, nice who who used to do all of the walrus artwork back then but um yeah and so it kind of just got shelved i think is what happened and we started old blood years later um we're looking at making a tremolo pedal and we're like the white cap the name and concept like it still holds up walrus hadn't done that or they had just put out the monument and done their own thing which is great but um so I, I asked Colt over at Walrus like, do you have any ties to this name and branding and stuff that we had bouncing around back then? And he said that he didn't. So we kind of continued from there. Uh, and then what did we do? Like say it was ready when it was ninety percent ready mm. at Summer Nam a yeah. couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. And um, and then couldn't couldn't get that last ten percent. Really, it's just noise issues. We couldn't mm-hmm. clean it up. And so Dan started doing more design stuff around that time and took on the project and worked with um, another guy that, that works for us named Isaac to, to sort of create a good digital and analog hybrid for a tremolo. And that's what the white cap became. So it really was a an idea, a fluid idea, probably for the last eight years. Wow. Which is so dumb because because it's a tremolo pedal. You know, it's not like, (laughs) like we were bouncing around like a way to soften the blow of diabetes in children or something. No, for the past decade. We weren't doing that. We were... (laughs) <laughs> trying to figure out how to make uh, diabetes, <laughs> diabetes. Trying to figure out how to make waveforms uh, less noisy when they go from loud to quiet.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hey. So.
4: You know. But the how the white cap turned out is great. So I'll I'll be quiet now. Dan, you can say whatever you want, but <laughs> I'm I'm yeah, very I mean, proud of where we wound up with
2: it. Yeah, I think that was. It felt like a wild story, even from the point where I got involved to the point where it got released. So just the entire, what, eight-year history is pretty crazy. But yeah, it was, it was really fun to work on with Isaac because we kind of cordoned off into our own worlds where he made an analog tremolo, I made a digital tremolo, and then we just mashed them together and worked together to get them working alongside each other, basically. So it was just a very very collaborative process where, you know, the idea came from Brady and Seth and got passed to Isaac and I to work on and got passed around the shop to resolve, you know, those noise issues and confirm we're past 90% on this, right? If we reveal it, then it we'll actually release it this time. And, uh, and we did. And yeah, it sounds really great.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: That's quite the saga.
0: Yeah. That's a, that's, that's a saga. That's a good way to put that. But uh, was it worth it? Yeah. I think so.
4: I think so. I mean. We only sold like five of them. <laughs> yeah. So I think, <laughs> I think um, and that was like one I'd to Bob. Dan, one to me, one to Seth. <laughs> yeah. So there's like two customer units out there. <laughs> nice. so, you're
0: saying, so you're saying I can get unit number six if I
4: want? <laughs> Probably. We might Please. discontinue it before then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and actually it'll
0: be so limited in five years it'll sell for a thousand dollars a unit
4: it won't but um (laughs) no it's 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 great it's going great there's it's feels like one of those things and we have to remember this with every um pedal that we put out that's like like this is a tremolo pedal this is a fuzz pedal this is a delay pedal like sometimes they just take a little while to um for people to be ready to try a new type of that effect, you know? Mm. And oh, and sure. so we've we've seen the White Cap like people be more and more interested in it over the last couple months, which has been really, really fun to watch.
5: Yeah.
0: Nice. Yeah. And
5: and actually no, definitely I really understand what you're saying there when uh with people being slow to come around and try new versions of an effect. Uh, mm-hmm. i think another example of that kind of phenomenon of people being like but this is what i'm used to is uh the the game changer audio uh plasma distortion Yeah, and you've got two camps of people some people are like whoa that's actually something new it's innovative. it's got a very usable sound and everybody else is like oh this sounds like <laughs> this doesn't sound like anything like whatever i've ever i've ever I've never heard this before. wait you don't you don't it smells cuss, like yeah <laughs> Yeah.
0: Dude.
5: <laughs> I'm speaking for other people here. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but like in all in all seriousness yeah, though. Wait, the- wait, I- Andrew, are you okay, man?
0: <laughs> it pissed me the f- off okay. when you swear. God <laughs> oh,
5: <no. laughs> It's a sleepy time tea. Sorry guys. Yeah. Uh you've been asleep for five minutes.
3: Sad. It's You're a tea, cool of <laughs> it's not whiskey.
5: It's 100 percent the sleepy time tea. With the uh, the 800 grams of melatonin I snuck in there. Um, no, melatonin ice cubes though, like are I, I... copyrighted. <laughs> Patent pending. <laughs> I'm dead, guys. I can't. Um, no, but I I know exactly what you're talking about there, though, because people like they they like to push back on anything that they're not used to. And on one hand, I totally understand the the very innate human. Uh, impulse to fear what you don't understand but there's the other part of you it's like that's different i want to check that out and so
0: yeah have you played the plasma andrew
5: i haven't but i've spent more time than i'd like to admit watching demos of it
0: well when we go to recovery greg has one so he does yeah, he's got everything.
1: <laughs> yeah, I got to I got to spend some time I got to spend some time with the game changer uh, synthesizer uh, that they're working on. It's like made out of drone engines, and so
5: it's like yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It was eight,
1: oh, what was that called? Eight drone engines. I saw that at the same time. It was really really fun. Um, yeah, I think I think we're definitely drawn to things like that. We're drawn to other manufacturers that do things like that. If, Have you ever spent time with, like, the Empress Zoya? Like, you can just get lost in things like that. And that's, I mean, that's well beyond even the things we're trying to create. But um, I think that's what we're primarily interested in is kind of Mm -hmm. trying to approach from a different angle or, you know, enter the room from a completely different door.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I like how you, you all do such weird stuff with such seemingly endless possibilities without using screens and all that stuff mm. that is just beyond my pay grade.
5: I don't know. Emily. just get a helix. No. <laughs> oh, that's a pet peeve of mine. Someone's like, you can do all the helix. I'm like, I don't want a no, screen. I <laughs> but
1: you well, really can. Want... There really is. That is a, a really, it's just a different interface basically, but you,
3: yeah.
5: Right. Really rad. I mean, here I go. argue. uh, ranting against new things right after i defend the idea of exploring new things <laughs> <Yeah>. but
1: <laughs> i just think that points to the human experience
0: yeah i think that it, it surprises me like i love tremolo i mean i come from a, a country music background in a, in a lot of ways and um, it surprises me that it doesn't seem it, it, i thought everyone likes tremolo and then i found out that there's people who love it and people who hate it and not really a whole lot in the middle
1: yeah it's usually the first thing you bump off your
5: board when you're looking for real estate Mm, yeah
0: i guess
5: (laughs) that's that's true for modulation in general
0: (laughs) i mean for me like i have one gain pedal on my board (laughs) i don't really want more than one dirt pedal ever
4: you guys you guys have a pedal board yeah (laughs) i have a pedal picnic basket yeah
0: i have i have uh seven seven full shelves of petals right now it's embarrassing
4: it it really is a common phrase at the shop like is seth's basket here <laughs> when you're like looking for something because he's got his yep. picnic his picnic basket he'll bring back it's and forth with petals
0: that's pretty cute yeah i i'm imagining showing up to a gig with just like a, a power supply. And a basket of pedals and then just sitting there right before a sound check, uh, looming it all together.
4: Yeah, I did that for a couple of years. It's actually pretty nice. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
5: I should have thought of that I used to show up to uh to Sunday morning gigs with uh, all of my pedals in a couple of plastic bags, like grocery bags. Mm. That was pretty
3: cool.
5: I like that. Yeah. A
3: yeah. boo! <laughs> so support I, that. I kind of just
4: owned it. Or maybe plastic bag. maybe like a really greasy paper bag. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. it just
4: smelled like whatever I was cooking. It's like one yeah. one corner of your heaviest petal is sort of poking out of it.
0: Yeah, it's like oh yeah, last night I ordered tamales and today I'm using reusing that bag reuse.
4: And there's a tamale still in there.
0: <laughs> yes.
4: Right.
5: Ah
0: mm. Oh, mm. man, I want tamales.
5: I like your style. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So if I may steer the conversation a little bit here, guys. Uh, so one of the, th- the concepts I'm particularly fascinated with the gear industry is this idea of collaboration. It's not necessarily something that we see in a whole lot of other industries in the capitalist world that we live in. Uh, given the idea that, you know, we're all in a sense, we're commu- we're competing for each other's uh profits and this that and the other thing there's actually skin in the game here but i think something that i find really fascinating really rad about the gear industry is that uh different companies do collaborate with each other some more than others and you guys have done that a handful of times and i'm really curious to hear what has that experience been for uh been like for you guys i mean what have you liked what have you not liked uh i mean i i think it's super cool but i want to hear your perspective on that because it's something that i think is really worth digging into as we Uh, continue to dig into an ongoing theme of the podcast of cultivating the community that is the gear world and kind of trying to push for that to be a better place where we all get to collaborate and be friends
1: yeah i bet i bet all three of us could probably offer a different perspective in answering that
4: question i'll say really quick yeah uh, andrew i'm still i'm i'm still drinking that Tropic of Thunder lager. <laughs> Seth, go ahead. Oh, okay. I
0: finished my cider.
5: Oh, cool. Aww, that's I, I'm out of uh, toddy. Mm. Well, that being said, I, I would say hot toddy, but it got cold. Cold toddy. Because you put ice wait, cubes in So head. in Seattle, they, wait, wait. The Collaboration, though. Okay, sorry.
1: Dan, you should leave it off. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I mean, we've had the opportunity to do some really incredible collaborations that each are kind of shaped differently. So like the Rever collaborating with Data Choir was really interesting because Kathy was able to come to us with a sonic idea and say, is this something you can engineer? And then we went from there. I like developed a couple prototypes to send off to her. And she said, you know, I like these elements. I don't like these elements. How can we further shape it? And it sort of started with her sonic idea and then became this really great collaboration of voices across both data choir and old blood and then you can also look to the mood pedal that we worked on with uh, chase bliss and drollo and that was just honestly both of those experiences were just pretty delightful to get to work with really talented people with great ears and just really interesting ideas of where sound can go but i think with the the mood it was definitely a, a different idea of we were sort of tasked with one side is going to be a micro looper. The other side is going to be about real time delays. Given that information, go for it. (laughs) And uh, so it was interesting to sort of develop a few algorithms to work on that chase bliss platform, especially alongside what, uh, what David Rollo was working on. Uh, Yeah, I guess that's all I have to say about that. I think they just turned out really well as a result of the number of, uh, really great voices involved and how we all had just great respect for each other and could build each other up throughout the entire process
0: yeah and i think that pedal's still sold out pretty much everywhere
2: yeah i've so heard, heard that, that yeah it. i think there's some backwards.
0: i mean around. i can't get one
4: <laughs> it won't be for very long
0: yeah sorry yeah uh, i'm hopeful for my weird ambiance sound. yeah yeah
2: there will there will be more
0: Yes, so I gotta do something on my lunch break, and sometimes that thing is making, making weird sounds. Sorry, neighbors.
1: That's great. That's a good way to spend your lunch break.
4: Meow, you neighbors. Meow, meow off, neighbor.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, meow, meow off. Now it's there. Uh, to talk about other pedal, pedal builders, um, I have or amp builders. I have the Milkman sound, the amp. And that's what I used to play live now. And I, I don't want to go back to lugging an actual amp around. I
1: just don't. Cool. Do you just plug that into a speaker cabinet? Or...
0: No, I plug it direct in. Sweet. Yeah. It's, I have a lot more control over my sound than I used to, it seems, uh, which is counterintuitive, but um, true.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it makes sense. I mean, if the PA is there. That's the driving force of what everyone is hearing, anyway. So,
0: yeah, yeah. I don't have to have the sound guy yeah. say, "Bitch, turn down your amp."
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: it's never happened. Good.
1: Turn down for <laughs> what? Like, wait a second.
0: Uh, <laughs> could, uh, <laughs> it sounds like that's could on the sound. Stage right? <laughs> <laughs> could, could stage right turn guitar down a little? No, no more of that. Yeah.
5: I don't know, man. Just get a Helix. <laughs> Helix are cool. Yeah.
0: I'm going to mute. Oh, those, you already muted yourself. Those, Thanks for the yeah. intro.
4: <laughs> those
1: line six amps so you in the think. late 90s were really cool.
0: What about the late 90s?
1: Oh, there were some line six amps that I think it was in the late 90s. Oh,
0: I had one of those. Yeah. I had a line six amp. I had the one with the foot, the foot, the foot, um, the unit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: God, what am I saying? The footboard unit.
1: Right. Yeah. There was a built in uh, yeah, preset that was called BATS that um, was like a distortion. Oh. It sounded like the uh, Punkifier pedal.
4: Uh, The uh, Avenged Sevenfold sound. I I
0: used the jazz setting on that amp and nothing else. Mm. (laughs) Nice. Which is probably the only person who did that. I don't know why. I don't know how I got that amp. I just got so many weird amps that from my dad always tried so hard to like support my endeavors and I am forever pr- appreciative about it. But now looking back, it's funny that he kept bringing back these, these PV four by 12s. I mean, like somebody left these in the, yeah. <laughs> at the high school where I work and uh, I'm going to put some, some wheels on it. And like this amp is a hundred pounds.
4: The, uh, the first stamp I, I ever had was given to me from my father and, and he purchased it at a pawn shop and it was a PV. Oh. Um, I don't know, what, one by 12, something. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Mine my, my, my might have been a two by 12. But I just remember it seeming enormous. And it was definitely very heavy. Definitely a little confusing when I showed up at the high school with such a large amplifier. Yeah. I
4: mean, PV is the backbone of American music,
0: especially like teenage American music. From the,
4: yeah.
5: Just like an yeah. HM2 into the front of the PV. Everything's dimed. Well. yes for for the youth culture but
4: i feel like in mississippi and alabama pv is probably like transcends age
0: oh Oh, yeah Yeah. i mean the mississippi mustang like the t15 Uh yeah i loved i loved that thing until i sold it
1: (laughs) tv raptor sorry to throw us off i had a friend oh no go ahead
0: I had a friend who his favorite, He said his my favorite guitar of all time is a PVT sixty. And mm-hmm. when he was on tour, and that guitar got stolen, it pretty much just stopped his music career right then and there.
4: That's mm.
0: great. Ugh. Gear thieves are bastards.
4: Yeah. The collaboration, though, um, <laughs> is I was wondering if is that. a uh, it's a really gear thieves collaborate. And the musicians live to to help them move on to the next thing, uh, which is like a different job. And. All right, so collaborating with pedal companies for us is uh, a lot of fun. Do we need to talk about this more or
5: are we going on to the next question? You guys are being real quiet. <laughs> I mean, I just want to hear what you guys have to say. If that's all you've got to say, then that oh, so be it. But I'm sure we could all speak to that. Yeah, we, I, I, I'm yeah. also a glutton for all the dirty deets. So, um, I don't know. Seth, you want to go? No, i go. Uh,
1: I mean, I think collaboration is just built into the ethos of our company. I mean, Brady and I started the company together because we enjoy working together. I think. Uh, I think that. <clears throat> that's just part of you know uh before that we've always made music together you know we've always collaborated in that way and we've kind of i don't know we complement each other in different ways and and then realized pretty early on like hey if we tap this person I mean, Dan is so good at this, 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 and this. And he also has the aptitude for screen printing. So we can teach him how to screen print because I was the one screen printing all the pedals when we started out and all the product boxes. And then I handed handed that off to Dan. And now Dan has handed that off to someone else. But um, that's kind of what we do just inside of our office every day is tons of collaboration between all of the people working there. And so it kind of... I I may be born from that we're like from music culture and we're from independent music culture of we've all grown up playing in bands, all the people we work with play in bands. Um, There's kind of that, you know, I don't know. There's a camaraderie there. There is a uh, kind of support system and it takes a village sort of vibe built into that and, I think we just came from that and it just naturally built itself into our company. And so, and getting to meet uh, Kathy early on um, from Data Choir and you know, she's we've collaborated with her on tons of stuff. Uh, she's helped us with like Namboost layouts and all kinds of things, and we've worked on things for her and it's just been a really fun process. And then, you know, for all of the pedal artwork, we contract a different artist, uh, just, just about a different artist for every pedal. Um, we, have, we have one artist uh, who's done art for a couple petals, pedals, but that, like, I, I love collaborating. And I think, um, I think in my professional life and as I'm getting older, just as a family person, being in a family, like I spend less and less time actually like creating music and getting to collaborate in that way. And I have this part of my brain that is just like, you know, yearning for that sort of interaction, and definitely is enriched from that kind of interaction. And I feel like I, I kind of get to a further place uh, than I wanted to get on a project if I get to work with someone else and kind of see what their input is and what their vantage point is. And um, so that's, I think that's just always been part of what we do, and. I love to loop people in and it's like, Oh yeah, you're super smart and you're a good person. Let's all work together on this. And so, um, getting to work with Joel and knobs on the mood process was really, really fun. Um, you know, and Andy, Oh yeah. And Andy Osling, he definitely had a ton of, um, consulting input. And, uh, if you watch like the mood, uh, the actual video that chase bliss put out like that's that's andy's song and in the intro like his music on the intro and outro and oh nice yeah And so, like with that like you know knobs and uh joel from chase bliss kind of captured a bunch of footage from their trips from going from albuquerque new mexico to oklahoma city and norman where we are um and then also their footage that they captured in belgium working with david um, Developed in the the Rolo side, and then they sent all of that footage back to me, and uh, we got I got to edit it all together, and then put put that video together for them. And so, the whole process has been collaborative, top to bottom. Um, the, and we actually still all chime into the Slack channel from time to time because it was so fun. Like we still I we're still kind of wondering what everyone's working on, but um, I really enjoy collaboration. I think I. Whatever I'm doing, I like to work with other people and make that part of the process.
0: I love that. That's really beautiful.
1: Cool. Thanks.
0: Yeah, I think it's it's interesting when you were talking about how uh, like collaboration with music uh, it was something that you used to do more of, and it's gotten harder to do it. Um, I think that's something a lot of people can can relate to as as we transition more into an adulthood where we have responsibilities. So. Like, just changing from like that hobby collaboration to professional things is, I think, something that I can relate to a lot. <clears throat> um, and I, I'm sure a, a ton of people can.
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, it seems like just in general, like, even just the content creation culture is inherently collaborative. And I love that. Yeah. I think that's
0: really cool. And I love it. it. Doesn't seem to be as like evil competitive as I, I was worried it would be. Because I'm I'm pretty new to the Gear Demo de- game as far as podcasts go. I mean, Get Offsets kind of new. We just celebrated one year, which was huge for us. Mm-hmm. And this I has know, been, you know, thank you. It's been. I I'm speaking for Andrew here, but more successful than uh, we ever imagined it would be. Um, and it's just been so much fun to. Uh, be able to speak to the, the creators, like you all um, musicians like uh, we had Sadie Dupuis from Speedy Ortiz on to just like the people who uh, dick around in, in their in their basements. Uh, she's cool. a couple times a week. Sadie, she's the best.
1: Yeah. yeah. She, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Like, oh
0: my gosh. Whew, Speedy Ortiz is so good. Why don't more people listen to Speedy Ortiz? Yeah. One of the sad injustices of the music industry, but no, um, yeah. So, is there anything else that you all just want to want to talk about? Anything else you all having have coming up that you want to, you know, uh, tease? I guess. Anything you want everyone to go and buy other than a white cap?
4: Well, um, and... go ahead, Brady. Go ahead, Seth. Okay. Hey, Dan. <laughs> you go ahead. What's up? Hey, Dan. Go ahead.
2: No, oh, hey I'll leave it to you. Yeah, Andrew, uh, uh, Andrew can you take ahead. this one? Okay, Andrew, Dan. Andrew, Dan, okay. I, 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 maybe all right, Andrew
5: I think we should find, I should I think we should let John speak, all right guys? <laughs> okay, John. John, okay. Hey, this is John. Uh, hey. Hey uh, <laughs> guys. Uh, I know.
0: I want to hear I want hear Olive's take on all that. <laughs> oh, <No. laughs> that was Chef's
2: the, <laughs> well, the neighborhood yeah. dogs are uh, are in cahoots with you. They started barking uh, right as you asked the question. <laughs> oh. uh, no, South. Really though, you go
4: ahead. Okay.
1: So yeah, we did talk about Whitecap, and just a tease for next week. If you're listening to this when it comes out, um, uh, we have a variation, sort of a something we're we've messed with and are messing around with. So we talked about how much time got. into actually developing white cap and so we kind of dan dug a little deeper and called out some other sounds and so we're going to have something special and limited ish uh the week after um this podcast comes out you know for the for the big shopping holiday
0: nice i'm looking forward to that i like tremolo more than a human should
3: good Perhaps. Well, so actually,
0: you no, I think I think I like Trimolo the correct amount, and that everyone else just doesn't get it.
5: Yeah, <laughs> I think there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. And what, what I think I just heard was, uh, uh, I'm going to be broke come December first, <laughs> <laughs> and I may yeah. or may not have paid rent on December first. Oh, Andrew, you should pay your rent. Oh, Andrew,
0: yay. Yeah. You must be a responsible, friend. <laughs>
1: That's just the melatonin talking. <laughs>
0: that or, or 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 well, no, you're already married, but I really marry can't... a Rick. I think everyone should marry a Rick. They help with the the, the bill paying. The Ricks do.
1: What's a Rick? Uh-huh.
0: I'm gonna, what?
1: I'm sorry, I'm I I don't know what a Rick is.
0: Rick's my husband.
1: Oh, okay.
0: He's fantastic. Nice. He's very supportive drives my ass around uh he's uh got something we call the patsy taxi he's pretty much my band's dad he's the band dad uh <laughs> so actually i have to hop off in a few minutes here because i have to go put on my stage costume and get ready for a show tonight
1: oh cool where are you Thanks. playing
0: i'm playing at Barbosa. uh at i guess we go on at 8 15 but sound checks at six so oh, nice. carcosa
4: is lovely this time of year right here yeah
0: <laughs> yeah just it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's quite lovely it uh, you should see he has quite a handsome uh little uh backstage area
3: That's
0: cool andrew I, last time i played Barbosa, i almost took a picture and sent i, I took pictures of the real room to you but there's like a backstaging area for the gear and, and shit and it just looks like such a mess and there's like an unfunctioning pinball machine or something in there mm. and i almost Jokingly told you that was it, but I decided to send you the vagina-filled walls of the actual Barbosa backstage room. Nice,
4: nice. I'm sorry, yeah, I, I was talking 19 about 19. car codes. <laughs>
1: and... I don't know. I, I keep. I know you are. I'm watching waveforms and I see them drop off. I'm like, oh, I should say something. I don't. I keep
2: responding when I don't. Mean to yeah, you. hearing two guys just say yeah, nice no, after that. <laughs> it's not what I was. Doing.
1: I was thinking about. I lived in Seattle when I was 19 and 20 years old, and we would ride our bikes oh. to Ballard. Uh, and oh yeah, that's just south of me. I don't and, think it's uh, still we, there. We would uh, the we would well, uh, we yeah we would, we would get usually be able to get a beer there, but they had a they also had a working payphone, um, which wasn't that surprising in 2001, 2002. But it was fun to watch people prank call people with cell phones because um, they would get a payphone that. and call people's cell phones in the bar, and I would just watch that happen. It was a fun fun thing to
0: watch oh i yeah i i miss i miss (laughs) (laughs) payphones
1: yeah i feel like i've only
0: ever seen the payphones and um i saw them in cleveland like a bunch in cleveland i don't i don't understand what that was all about
1: yeah they're great i I called my mom the payphone what do you mean
4: what's wrong they're gone
5: there's nothing wrong with payphones
0: Nobody's saying that. Do you guys have is. to
4: pee from all the oh, yeah. beer that you've drank yet?
0: No, but it sounds like you might. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I guess that's uh, a good place yeah. to end yep. that. Um, thank you to Brady, Seth, and Dan from Old Blood Noise Endeavors. Um, follow them on the Instagrams, the social media stuff, subscribe to their email list, um, buy their wonderful, wonderful, wonderful pedals. Um, I've been using their expression slider in a bunch of my gear demos because it's wonderful um, for, for for what I'm doing. So if you don't find your, if you find yourself wanting like a little desk option for expression sliders, a lot of people do. Uh, check that out; it's fantastic. Don't use it with your feet. Um, please like. Uh, us on the instagrams and the facebook's youtubes as well subscribe on youtube uh leave us a nice comment and a five-star review it really really helps the podcast um if you want to support the podcast more we have a patreon and we also have merch at get that's my spiel uh i did it as quickly as possible to alleviate the pain
4: no but uh, also you know. can use your feet on the expression sliders don't worry about it yeah
0: it's... really okay Just right. I, right. mean, I mean do it, it. Do, really it
4: do whatever you content? want do whatever you want it's yours. You paid the money. Just do whatever you want.
0: They're like forty bucks. If I break one, it's my fault, and I'll just get another one for like that's all right. Forty. We'll
4: probably just repair it for free, so it's fine.
0: <laughs> oh, you're so nice. I mean, I should get. I should get two. That's
4: company company policy, but. Yeah.
0: Oh, y'all are so nice. Um, thank you so much. We're really looking forward to the it's the minimum.
2: Yes, minimum. Yes.
0: Minimum. Minimum. Minimum, and I look forward to, to trying that one out.
5: Indeed,
0: indeed. Well, uh, this has been the Get Offset podcast once again. I have been Emily.
5: I'm Andrew.
4: I'm Seth. I'm Brady. Dan. I'm Dan. I'm Dan. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Goodbye.
5: Bye.
3: One, two, I'm- three, four.